ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to these. Go to 11. Once again, I'm Nathan Bell. Greg Dutcher sitting next to me. Greg, what's going on, man? Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> oh, I, I we'll, got, we'll get there. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll I got too there. far You know ahead. what? You guys said that. You sent a song with us this morning. I looked at it. I thought, really? I, I checked the weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that was yeah. a song title. Yeah, this yeah. morning, it's not that cold. No, it's right. not. <laughs> yeah. so, right. And of course, Steve Hartling joining us again. Steve, how's it going, man? Hey, really great. I, I had a really interesting morning. I up, updated my operating system for my computer that comes from Cupertino, California. Yes. And uh, wow, everything went south. So I spent yeah. the whole morning on the phone with them fixing it. I'm glad that's done. Glad wow. to be here with you guys. Yeah, so excited to have you back. And uh, we're, we're going to get dive right into it. I'm so excited about um, today's topic. Uh, it is Christmas once again. Um, and we are uh, back to talk about uh, Christmas songs round two. Round one was last year. Uh, first, quick word to our sponsors. Send a thank you to you, our listeners. This uh, Christmas season, we're highlighting our listeners. Um, you guys are uh, an integral part of what we do here, why we do it. And so we just want to thank you and, um, you know, thank you for supporting us financially as well. So, Amen, man. Amen. Yuletide greetings to our favorite peeps. That's right. That's what we would say. Whatever hey, Yuletide means. And I got to say, I hope you don't mind me squeezing this in, but, you know, because of my computer woes, I didn't get to brush up on some of these songs like I wanted to. That's all right, <laughs> so, man. So uh, I am mainly here for my good looks today. <laughs> it's just a pity that most of you can't see me. It but, is, uh, man. Just, just imagine. Yes. Like a cross between Brad Pitt and who? Uh, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Hartley, dude. Hartland uh, is, uh, we've mentioned this before, is oh, our on. most senior member in yeah, this room that's today. That's true. Yeah. When, when Shive is here, he's our most senior member. But Hartland's our most senior member today, but could probably whip us both. I it? think so. Could I probably think so. beat this is us. Mr. Martial Arts over there. <laughs> well, he's that's got true. Moves. Yeah, he's got moves humble. like Jagger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Christmas song? <laughs> we should, man. He's got, be, huh? he's got moves like Santa. That's I, uh, right. We'll, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, we'll see if we can work that in. Uh, uh, but no, Steve, you man, it's good to have you with us. We haven't had you for a while. And it um, feels good to be hanging here. Yeah. And, dude, we are uh, the we don't have to get into the date we're recording, but we are in a different location today we are. Uh, yeah. at the Ooh. new church building that CFC is in. And um, so I'm curious how this will turn out, how the sound yeah. will. It feels pretty good right now. Yeah, it does sounds good. We had uh, our sound guy, Josh Mitchell, come in here yep. after I threw all of our sound uh, boards up. And, yeah, man. You know, he kind of did snap through and he was like, oh, it sounds much better in here. This will be good. Sweet, so, sweet. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, so uh, Christmas music. Yeah, so, man. First one, and Greg, you uh, said it. Steve, you said it. Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. Um, and and Greg, it's interesting because you know you had mentioned, you know, okay, this is kind of a fun, clever song. Uh, is there an ulterior motive going on here behind the song that's a little darker? <laughs> Uh, especially in light of today's society and what we've seen. I'll tell you what, dude. Why don't we uh, take this moment to uh, play an excerpt of that song? Sounds good. Sing no, no, no. My 
Yeah, so there it is, man. I mean, it is a uh, it's a clever song. We were talking before we went went live or yeah. on air today, Nathan. That I think you're right. I think it's Elf. Yeah, Zoe Deschanel sang it. Yep. Um, and I, I don't remember the song when I was a kid. Do you? Yeah, no. And, no. And, but it's a, a classic. It's, it's a Dean yeah. Martin classic. This song has bitter memories for me, and I'll go into that in a oh, second. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, and it's uh, it's very. Um, it's very Dean Martin-esque. It's very mm-hmm. suave. It's uh, kind of cutesy. And, um, you know, it's 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 cool concept to have a guy singing and she's singing back, oh, I really got to go home. The snow's out. And, of course, he's like, well, baby, this gives me a tremendous opportunity. I think what he's going after, Steve, is to have inductive Bible study. Um, <laughs> is that what he's rooting for? I, I, I think that's what, I, he's, what he's hoping for. I, I didn't get that myself. Yeah. I was <laughs> just reading the lyrics. Steve, your mind is in I, the I gutter, just, man. I just thought, man, this is a Christmas song for Las Vegas. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, dude, it's perfect because yeah. he is one of the original um, uh, Rat, Rat Pack. Pack yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, Martin was sort of known for that. Um, in recent years, particularly in light of the political season we've just come through, in light of the sensitivity to – and I, I think – Rightly so. I'm not saying that in a negative way to um, sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people have raised this question yeah. mainly because of that line we just heard, you know, hey, what's in this drink? Right. So when you hear right. what's in this drink, that uh, today will get you landed in the slammer. That'd yeah. Be bad, wouldn't it? Uh, so, you yeah. know, maybe it's just kind of. Um, but I, I read a blog on this not long ago where a guy was saying who knew a little more about the song. And I think we should put out there none of us. Uh, while we're doing a song podcast, or claiming to be song historians. Right. But right. Um, one guy said his take on that was, wow, this is a strong drink. Mm. Um, you know, it's potent yeah, it drink. Be that. You know, which... Spiked punch or something yes, like that. Yes, yes. Yeah. That, that, that wasn't the song written too. like a couple of decades before they even had such drugs to slip I, into people's I, drinks? I think so. Yeah, I so. think so. So I, yeah. I, it, I mean, I understand if people are sensitive to it. Obviously, somebody who... Um, has had an experience like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I totally get, but I, I we play it. I'm yeah. pretty comfortable with it. I think it's a fun. If my kids, my little kids hear it, they don't know. Right. And right. my older kids already know because they're 13 and yeah. almost 18. So uh, they know. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything in it that's so crass and explicit that uh, I feel a need to steer them away. That's me. Sure. So I this mean, is on your prelude set list right. for your Christmas <laughs> service this year? It's our Christmas Eve service, dude. Uh-huh. We're going to have Babe, It's Cold Outside. We're going to end with Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> we really... Wow, what's in between those yeah. two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to probably... Uh, Probably the uh, uh, straight no chaser twelve days of Christmas, which we covered last year, right, Nathan? <laughs> yes. Uh, she's a witch. I hate her. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's that's my thought. And you guys have anything? I, I'm curious to hear why that's a negative song. For yeah, you. we actually. Um, I think I brought this up uh, last week or two weeks ago when we had uh, Zach Bartles on, and um, you know we were uh, Joy and I were teaching at a Christian school, and we were doing a Christmas chapel, and the the, the specific focus of the Christmas chapel was to 
um, focus on what this time of the year means and focus on Christ, um, you know, to have fun with it. But it was it was to encourage that atmosphere, that spirit. Um, And two girls went to the principal and got permission to do this song. Oh, you've this told was, me this, wow. dude. I forgot about this. This was a K through 12 chapel. Yeah. Families were invited to this thing and they got permission to do this song. Yep. Um, and I heard that and I was furious and I told Joy, you know what? If they sing this, I'm just going to stand up and stop it because this is not what we're supposed to be doing. Right. This isn't the, you know, the spirit of, of what we're supposed to be doing with this chapel. I mean, and um, it, it really, it just bothered me. And Joy was like, it, it bothered her too. And she yeah. just said, look, just don't do it. I don't want you doing anything. Yeah. Um, and I said, all right, fine. So what I decided I was going to do instead was excuse myself to go use the restroom. Right. Right. So, so that's what I did. Yeah. So I went, used the restroom and I was gone for an unusually long period of yeah. time. Uh, yeah. uh, People said, man, it must've been, the, uh, must've been <laughs> the figgy pudding. That's right. Figgy pudding will wreak havoc on I the know, GI right? tract. <laughs> so I, um, I came back and, uh, you know, the, the next act had been going on by this point and, you know, they were moving forward. Well, then come to find out later that Joy had actually stood up and stopped it. Wow. No, and, yeah, really? That wow. she, um, you know, that she, she wasn't going to. And yeah. then just in that moment, she was like, no, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. So she stood up and stopped it. And wow. she was like, you wow. know what? This this is not what this is about. Yeah. You know, we're not to be doing this with the administration right there. And Dude, said you made a poor decision in allowing this them to do this. I, I would say in a Christian school, mm-hmm. uh, this is where we talk about liberties all the time. An institutionalized school, uh, that's a different uh, different ball. And that game. was yeah. tending toward a fundamentalist type atmosphere, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, really bad. Very yeah. yeah. I mean, you Man. know that goes home. Yeah. To parents, they yeah. look into that. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a yeah, big trouble. Big, yeah. big deal. Because uh, I, I remember, dude, uh, I, I, I met, I, when we did the Halloween episode this year with uh, yes. Nathan Bartable, I, I started to mention it, and we were, we had such a good time with that one, but it kind of ran out of time. And um, I was going to say, when my kids were in Christian school, yeah, um, I uh, always had to remind them, they had a policy, which I understand in that setting, mm-hmm. where they didn't want the kids to talk about Halloween. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a a stance against it per se, right? But they didn't want the kids to talk about it mm-hmm. because, right? You got the Smiths over here that yeah. were more inclined to think it's evil, it's dark, it's satanic, it's harmful, yeah. And you got uh, the Dutcher family over here that's like basically, you know, uh, Greg's going out to get candy. right. I'm going out <laughs> yeah. to take other kids' candy. Uh-huh. I pretty much look for the kids that are like 15 or 16. And I just take their candy and say, shut uh, up, go home. I'm bigger than you. I'm bigger than you. Give <laughs> me, your mama. Yeah, give me your candy. So um, you're in that kind of institutionalized setting where you've got a whole bunch of different families. I, I think that's a totally different animal. Yeah. And, you know? I mean, what, I, what parents decide for their kids is one thing. Right. Well, but, and yeah. we're talking, too, about um, the difference between it being – you know, if this was a high school talent show where it's mm. all high schoolers, you know, you have a completely different scene. Yep. You know, you're talking, no, 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 this is like pre-K, you know, kindergarten, you know, eight, first, second, third, you know. Yeah. These are elementary school kids, you know, and now you've got to sit there as the teacher when the kid asks, well, what was that? Yeah. And, and Why were they that. saying, gosh, your lips look delicious? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, darling, that's a reference to the um, – 
I can't even come up yeah, with that. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's bad when you can't come up with anything. You're like, Nick, got nothing. Got nothing. Uh, On the other hand, yeah. I don't know. Are any second graders even listening? Well, that's always the yeah, thing. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You can always hope On it. that day, they will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's the day they'll go home and say something. And yeah. say, what's going on here? Well, good good one. Good one to kick off with. Yeah. Kind of lighthearted. And, uh, yeah. What, what do we got next? So uh, let's go ahead and play this next song, and then we'll talk about it. Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero Año y Felicidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero Año y Felicidad you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of Feliz Navidad. Oh, oh, sorry, guys. I got carried away, fellas. Uh, I got carried away because. The theological depth of that song. No, I'm, I, I was actually yeah. reminded of some some worship songs that I've seen. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that on the popcorn side yeah. of things. <laughs> that Feliz Navidad has more content than yeah, more profound. <laughs> yes. Well, at least it's got some Spanish in it, so that it does. You, you know. got sort of the um, God's heart for the world, right? Going uh-huh. outside your own boundaries. That's right. Thing. That's right. <laughs> no, I, I threw this one in there, guys, uh, when we were going over the list, Nathan, because. Um, it's, it's kind of a stupid song uh, <laughs> in the sense that it doesn't say a whole lot. I actually uh, looked up the, the lyrics, uh-huh. uh, and uh, yeah, most of it's in English anyway. But, well, and uh, what's in Spanish is, is in English. In, yeah. in, in <laughs> English, yeah. I mean, yeah, Feliz Navidad is Merry Christmas. The only other thing is Prospero Año y Felicidad, which means a prosperous new year and happiness. Yeah. And then I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And in case you didn't get that, it's I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> and in case you didn't get that, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I'm getting warm feelings from this. Or, well, see, because I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Yes, I can tell. <laughs> now, my problem is grammatical. Yeah. Or, or, I don't know, it's stylistic. You don't say, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. You say... I wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, well, if you want to, go ahead. I'm waiting. I know. Right. <laughs> that's, dude, that's a But they needed more point. words to make the line out. They did. So they, it's like, I want to. To keep it in the uh, iambic pentameter or whatever they were yeah. doing, yeah. they uh, have to add the word. That's so true. So a vastly superior song would be, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Yes, right. Right, right. <laughs> and a Happy New Year. Yes, They're really going all out there. Yeah, Where's I, my figgy pudding? Yeah, right. Dude, well, we, we know what happens when you eat that, dude, so we don't, no, we, we don't watch it happen to figgy pudding. I um, uh, I I threw that one out there because as much as I will kind of say, man, what a what a kind of a a uh, in shallow uh, song in terms of depth. I, I don't know why I've always kind of digged it. Mm-hmm. And just when I hear it, it reminds me of childhood memories sure. and Christmas. I don't know. Do you guys even care about that song? Like, if you didn't have that song, Steve, would you care if you never heard it again? Honestly, I have never heard it. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> I just now read the lyrics a few minutes ago. And thought, oh, this is funny. interesting. Wow, Steve. That's funny. Never heard it. Steve, just out of curiosity, have you lived on Earth in the last well, few decades? Well, listen, you asked about like when you're kids. Yeah. I was not raised in a Christian home. We didn't yeah. do Christmas music, man. There was wow. none. Zero. Wow. We didn't go to church. I didn't hear. I had no access to Wow. Christmas songs, e- even and, like the secular stuff. I think we had like I wish you a Mer- we wish okay. you a Merry Christmas okay. and Jingle okay. Bells and wow. a few of those. But huh? 
Yeah, which isn't Jingle Bells. Somebody told me is a, a Thanksgiving song. Ever heard that? What's the shotgun shells part of that? <laughs> yeah, <they're right. laughs> I like that. Shotgun shells. Yeah, right. that's good. Robin laid an egg or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, our listeners can let us know if uh, can send us a, a link, a Wikipedia page or something. But I'm mm-hmm. almost positive that's a, supposed to be a Thanksgiving song. Okay, which is huh. weird. Just kind of stuck, stuck for Christmas. Stuck with Christmas. Yeah, yeah it's uh, over the. It's sort of like over the river yeah, and through the, the woods. woods. Yeah. Isn't that a Thanksgiving song? Yeah. Because um, they sing it the Charlie Brown. Thing. But yeah, our listeners can correct that. That's right. right. We we just spit stuff out there and right. let our listeners. We just us. like to make bold claims. We're not too concerned whether they're There's true. There's nobody doing the fact check. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough Fox listeners News, for our, fact for, checks. For these fact go check. to 11. That would, be, uh, that would be scary, dude, if they come right? through our, our past episodes. <laughs> Please don't uh, fact check us. That's great. Um, so moving on, actually, um, this is such a great song. We're yeah. going to go ahead and play it, and then we'll we'll talk about it a little bit. So here we go. Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Peace on earth and mercy mild God and sinners reconciled Joyful all ye nations rise Join the triumph of the skies With the angelic is born in Bethlehem. Hark the hell angels sing glory to the newborn king. Well, now we move into the profound, right? Yeah, isn't that a great I mean, song? what did the writers of the Westminster Confession write this song, I know, or man. what? I know this is just incredible. Charles Theology. Wesley, dense, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. dense, packed, luminous, oh. compact, luminous truth. Yeah, it's incredible, dude, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I love the. Um, just sometimes the thought it almost is staggering because I'm pretty sure I liked this song before I was even a believer. Uh, like you, Steve, wasn't raised in a uh, in a Christian home, but I did listen to a lot of Christmas music. I was the most sentimental of the Dutcher pack, and I'd hear something about the tune. I just kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. And then when I came to Christ, and you look back, and you're like, born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. It's good all the way through. So expensive. Every word, every line. Yeah, yeah. It is a uh, – imagine, see, pastorally, is that sort of a uh, – a Trinity must is that does that make it in your kind of Christmas canon when you guys do Christmas music at the church? 
you know, off the top of my head, I don't even know, but huh. probably. Yeah. But that's really fine. So I would think you so. You could preach your way through this hymn. You could. Mm. You could. It'd just be I, good theology. Yeah, it's so rich, man. Have you ever done, Greg or Steve, uh, have either of you ever done um, hymns like this for the Christmas season? I'm doing it this year. Uh, are you? I'll get Ooh. to that with another song. And you've done it before, too, though, haven't you? Actually, I have. Yeah. I, well, actually, last year what I did, dude, is I did the original Christmas carols where I took the four songs in Luke. From Scripture. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, because they have the Latin names, the Magnificat and the Nunc Dimittis and uh, the Gloria. I didn't realize they the were Gloria. Christmas carols. Yes, yeah. I, I mean, that's that was my little <laughs> slight packaging nice. work stuff. We talked about that a little with uh, Zach Bartles. Yes. yep. Um, but it's a... Um, when it, it's handed to you like that, I thought, man, I got four carols, Good. four Sundays going into Christmas... But this year, you're actually right. going to preach your way through the content of some uh, of some another song uh, that we'll get to. Yes, nice. I've never done it before. Now, have you, have you done that, Steve? I have not. I've yeah. heard of guys doing it and thought, "Oh, I had to try that some year." Yeah, and haven't. Yeah, it's one of those things that you know you could imagine a knee jerk from some people. I thought we were preaching the word, and it's like, <laughs> well, hopefully the song is a pathway. Well, a song like yeah. this, Steve. I think your point, not a wasted word from beginning to end in "Hark the Herald Angels yeah. Sing." Yeah. It's all scriptural, yes. not necessarily scripture, but it's mm-hmm. not hard to, does the Bible talk about uh, raising the sons of earth and giving them second birth anywhere? I think it might. <laughs> there it is. Throw so that in there. It's not hard to start there as places. a springboard. Right. And then what I love about it, dude, is you get to what what I think the power is, you go over that, and then when your people yeah. hear the song, yes, you know, and they've hopefully been kind of thinking about right. that more deeply for a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's just to me, well, why wouldn't you take advantage of that? Yeah, to me. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. So moving on um, to a little bit more of a fun song. Um, it's the most wonderful time of the year, Andy <laughs> Williams. Yeah. We're going to um, play that in just a second, but let's talk about it a little bit first. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, you know, what, what kind of things are brought to your mind? Now, Steve, is this one that you are familiar with? I am. Okay. Finally. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Steve has been breathing the same air. Nice. So what kind of um, images come to your mind or memories come to your mind when you hear this being played on the radio or on a television show or whatever? What's, you know, what's the nostalgia behind this? Yeah, that works for me. The traditional stuff, snow, yeah, Christmas trees, lights, Christmas presents, going to grandma's, all that good stuff comes back to mind. It is a wonderful time of year, isn't it? We man. love it, man. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, we, we, talk so much on this podcast about um you know our liberties our freedoms not being bound by tradition and regulations and i think there is something about this time of the year where um people do get caught up in those traditions and not necessarily in a bad legalistic way i think sometimes they do um but you know just um you know it seems that this time of the year people are genuinely coming together a little bit more to mm. spread goodwill and cheer where yeah. it's not it's not going on other times throughout the year it's also a great time of year for evangelism and church visitors yeah. it is man yeah. a lot of guests yep. a lot of grandmas and aunts and uncles and friends and people show up so yeah. hey why not capitalize on that uh, yeah. unlike the Puritans who yeah. said, no, it's popish. <laughs> we should have absolutely nothing to do with it. So you guys who are reading a lot of the Puritans, just don't buy into that part. All right. Yeah. They're yeah. in a different era, different time, different place. We're not there. Totally we're, agree. We're not the Puritans. Let's do Christmas and have fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Thank you, Steve, for putting that yeah. out there. We talked about that recently too, uh, with Spurgeon because Spurgeon was kind of an anti Christmas guy, but, uh, it is interesting that his, he, you can find some cool Christmas sermons, like uh, uh, seven or eight 
that he tended to preach on Christmas. So I think oh. Zach Bartle said, yeah. yeah, Spurgeon, it's almost like the first paragraph you've read it. Well, Christmas is uh, papal and, uh, you know, um, pagan and uh, a corrupt apostate sort of practice. But since everybody is talking about it, let me preach on the birth of Jesus. (laughs) Um, And so I would say, yeah, just remove the first paragraph. Same thing. Mm -hmm. Different time, different culture. uh, um, I think an unnecessarily heightened sensitivity (laughs) to to, uh, Christmas being awful and that sort of thing. Uh, but some of the stuff on the incarnation is great. And, um, you know, th- this song for me, dude, I think I was telling you for whatever reason, I remember two things. There was like an old office Depot or staples uh-huh. or Kmart ad. Do you remember yes. where it, uh, was always, they'd play in late August and they'd show these, this mom and dad almost skipping through the aisles. Yes. Buying school supplies. Yes. <laughs> and then they show the kids that are looking. That's not a happy time of year. <laughs> well, for the parents it was because that was the whole point. The kids are miserable. Oh, yeah. And the parents, it's the because mo- the kids are going back to school. Yeah, but, man, I remember buying school supplies. I was going to say, that man. sucked. The, uh, yeah, the uh, cashier moment is yes. not a good moment. Man. You're not kidding when you have several yeah, but kids. I, I don't think this song is politically correct. We Ooh. probably can't sing it. Have you seen the line? It, it's the hap- happiest season of all. With those holiday greetings and gay. <laughs> <happy music. laughs> That's right. You can't sing that. You can't sing that. Well, the irony is if Meanings you sing change. it. Yeah, if, if middle school boys sing it, they can't <laughs> sing it. <laughs> That's one of those, like, if my, you know, my Ben or Isaac hear that, they're like. <laughs> you know, and, uh, yeah, you sing it. Uh-huh. Men, men happy. Yeah, that was good. See, Steve, I was waiting for this profound insight you had. Culturally, I'm not sure this line. Uh-huh. And you went right there. <laughs> you didn't think that was profound? Yeah. And then what about, what about this line? There's parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting, caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories. Uh, we, we've talked about that in the past that? before. Is that like Ebenezer Scrooge? There you the go. Yeah. Christmas yeah. That's what it's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be, huh? Well, I, it, I wondered the same thing. That's pretty at Christmas, cool. yeah. remember when we had Nathan uh, Bartleball on yeah. last year talking about Christmas movies? Yeah. Christmas does have a tradition of um, stories like that. It's weird. Does it really? It is, yeah. yeah I he, know yeah. nothing about that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. He said, like, uh, if I remember, like, a lot of this was European. Yep. You've got the oh. – um, You have like the Krampus. Krampus, who's yeah. like the anti-Santa Claus, yeah. oh, who brings yeah, punishment yeah. to bad children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that He said there are some creepy elements. Yeah. That's probably all outlawed well, in Europe now. And, right, yeah, I'm sure. And you got to remember that the origins of Christmas started with um, like the Druids and you know the, the winter solstice and things like that. Yeah. And so you had a lot of those stories that were going around and that were shifting and taking place during this huh. – shift in this dynamic where Christmas became more of the quote unquote Christian holiday, yeah. you know, switching over from the, you know, the, the pagan holiday, if you yes. will. Um, and so a lot of that stuff actually did carry into Christmas, yeah, did, but yeah. with a Christian twist to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw the movie Krampus finally. I tell you that came you? out last year. It was pretty freaky, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, was, it was not a bad, I mean, it was a little cheesy, but Tony Collette, yeah. Um, yep. Wasn't she the girl in um, in The Sixth Sense? I uh, yes. Played the mom. Yep. She's in it, and a couple of other actors I can't remember. And it was uh, it's pretty pretty creepy, man. So we we should give that song a whirl, dude. Let's hear it.
So there, our listeners, I picture some of you driving in your car or uh, hanging out and having it in the background and in the kitchen. We're providing you quality music. That's right. Andy Williams, you just heard most wonderful time of the year. And then you cannot have Christmas without Wham. Whatever that was, like, dude, 1983 or, four yeah. or whatever it was. Uh, last Christmas and then recently redone by Tay-Tay. And then Taylor Swift. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dude, quick word on that, man, I have to say. I know you guys aren't aren't big football guys. But Samantha went to a University of Delaware over the summer, and her college tours. You know, it was one of the schools we look at. Yep. And we, we had the, all the kids there that day. So Lisa and Sam did the tour, and I took the, the, the younger guys. Just We walked around the town, a cool little town there in uh, Newark, Delaware. And then we ended up going over to Christiana Mall. The kids hung out in the Apple Store for like an hour. Oh, and, I can do that. And that was fun, dude, because we're iPad Pro. And mm-hmm. I said, kids, break anything because we don't own it. <laughs> and um, so we, we came back. And I said, Sam, how was the tour? And she said, Dad, it was neat. They started by saying like three of the most uh, famous graduates of University of Delaware. And she said the one I thought was like Taylor Swift's father. And they did not mention Joe Flacco, quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens, who has to be the most (laughs) successful graduate of the University of Delaware in history, I would think. (laughs) I mean, the dude makes like $170 million. He's an MVP Super Bowl quarterback. And she goes, no, they didn't even mention it. That's crazy. It has nothing to do with Christmas. I just had to say it. Hey, <laughs> um, but, you know, Taylor Swift, on her behalf, was the highest paid uh, musical artist last year. Wow. Really? She yeah. came in at a cool, it was about 180-something, 185, $186 Wow. In one year. Taylor Swift, so whatever if you, you are about looking her, for things yeah. to donate, <laughs> yeah. if you're looking so for money right. to donate. Tay-Tay. We have a cause, baby. These go to 11 would welcome your <laughs> kind <laughs> donations with open arms. We'll play um, more of your songs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I'm sure she's listening to us on a, I know, on, right? on a regular basis. But, um, yeah, that song, dudes, I, I'll just say a word about it because I know neither of you are super familiar <laughs> with it. As you guys mock me for that. Oh, I walk around the house singing it yeah. all the time. <laughs> Dude, what a goofy <clears throat> song. But I can't have Christmas unless I hear that song a couple That's of funny. times. Huh. Um, you know, last Christmas I gave you my heart. The very next day you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I give, give it, it to, to someone, someone special. special. <laughs> so it's kind of a, I hate you, and this Christmas, I'm going to find somebody else to love. That, that's pretty much all of Taylor Swift's songs, yeah, isn't it? Are you sure she didn't originate yeah. this? <laughs> I going to say, man. Maybe Wham prophetically wrote that's right. it. Yeah, I don't know. There's some kind of thing you can say. <laughs> so that, that, that's all I got to say about that. But uh, yeah, I, I, it was neat. I never knew there was another version until my daughter said, oh, she heard the Wham version because Taylor Swift does this song. I said. Like, uh, no, baby. <laughs> Wham was here like 40 years ago or however long ago that was, 30 years ago, uh, when Tay-Tay was not a twinkle in her papa's eye. So um, anyway. That's hysterical. Um, well, Greg, so since we're on a um, – since we're podcasting and we're semi-live, not really, but yes. we're going to pretend we are. Sure. Um, let's go ahead and save this next song we were going to talk about till the end. Because sure, I'd man. like to play the full version of that one. Yeah. I think that will be a great way to end oh, us. That's cool. That would like be good. Um, so let's go ahead and drop down to um, Please Come Home for Christmas. Let's go ahead and play that, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, man. Bells will be ringing This sad, sad news Oh, what a Christmas Gone. I have no friends 
So, Greg, you had a couple of interesting facts for this one. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I never knew. I always thought that was an Eagles song originally, uh, and it was certainly a big Eagles hit. came out uh, in 1978, uh, but it was originally written by Charles Brown, apparently not Charlie Brown, mm. uh, who was working with uh, <laughs> Vince uh, Giraldi there. But um, Charles Brown in 1960, I've never heard that version um, but uh, the Eagles popularized it in 1978. And I just remember, man, this is a Milt Dutcher song. My father mm. loved Oh, really? Song. You yeah, heard it a lot when you were a kid? Heard it a lot. He just loved it. My, my dad had several Eagles records, yeah. which young people listening were circular items <laughs> made of vinyl that <laughs> would Worth spin. having now. Yes, now they love to have a turntable. I was going to say, man. I don't. It's, They're it's, coming back, dude. They are. They're retro. I know. They are. Big. It's a thing now. And uh, just to, you know, it's... I don't know what it is. That's another element of Christmas. I tend to always like the songs that, um, I mean, there's another cheesy song by, uh, I think, Dan Fogelberg at the time uh, called Old Lang Syne, mm. uh, where he, uh, it's it's barely a Christmas song, holiday mm-hmm. song. It's just, that's the setting. He runs into an old girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the snow was falling Christmas Eve in the grocery store. And it, it, it I, I like songs that tell a story and... Um, you know, they get to talking, they try to find a bar to have a drink and catch up. Uh, they end up sitting in the car and they're drinking a six-pack that they got and they're just talking. And it, the song captures their sadness that it never worked out for them. Yeah. And it ends, all right, like, and she kind of says in the song, you know, I married an architect, keeps me warm and safe and dry. Um, Would have liked to say that I loved him, but she didn't want to lie. And uh, I don't know, there's something huh. about that kind of... Um, <laughs> Human heartbreak at Christmas. I like when the song captures that because we've talked before. I think a lot of people were very sad at Christmas for a bunch of reasons. So I'm a a sucker for those sentimental things, man. Yeah. Well, and really, you know, um, people could go back and listen to our Thanksgiving podcast that we we did just a few weeks ago. And and the same would be true and apply during the Christmas season, too. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. But, yeah, it's just love that song, man. Nice. A little bit of a lighter note. Uh, we talked about this movie last year, uh, White Christmas. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the song a little bit. Um, yeah. Let's go ahead and play play a clip for you, and then uh, we'll talk about it. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. May your days be 
This is a song I did know. Yes, yes. <laughs> and in fact, speaking of turntables and long playing records, I, I think we even had this nice. on a record. Nice. Bing Crosby played in our house that time. I, I, did he do it? He's the one that sang it in yep. White Christmas. We probably had Bing yeah. Crosby then. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, I can even remember the words. At least I'm in mean, the first stanza, and I got it down. So interesting. Uh, one of the nice schmaltzy. Yeah. Yeah. More. Um, uh, you know, more of that era yeah. could also be in Vegas songs. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, it's funny because this song, to me, it always has a more pleasant connotation to it because, uh, of course, it was first done in um, Holiday Inn. Yes. Which is Ivan Burles. And then um, it was done in uh, White Christmas yes. a few years later, which is when it was made famous. It's interesting, though. I always associate it with those two movies, which is, the, you know, they're they're funnier. They're more uplifting. You have um, Fred Astaire um, in uh, Holiday Inn. And then, of course, um, uh, and his name's escaping me now, uh, Danny Kay. No, Danny Kay. Danny Kay oh. in um, White Christmas. And so, you know, you just have that great comedy. But the song really in and of itself is is almost a little more uh melancholy um and and kind of more contemplative the way that um Bing sings it. What yeah. do you what are you guys' thoughts on that? It is. Well, it's interesting, dude. I I was looking at this. I'd love to say it's original, but I'm reading from um I don't know, it became Crosby's song. Yeah. I mean, that's what we all know of and associate it with. And there's a I mean, who does, doesn't want a white Christmas? I'm always jealous of people up in your neck of the woods, dude, in yes. New Hampshire, Maine. Yeah, me too now. <laughs> in Maryland, Steve, you've been here for many years. And when you were in California, you never had a white Christmas. No, not at um, all. And we don't have them too much here, let's be honest. Yeah. It's very – I remember less than a handful of Christmases where there was snow even around the 23rd, 24th, yeah. 25th. I do remember a Christmas Eve service – where I urged people to look out, the, and it was snowing. That was incredible. Nice. That's and, pretty cool. And it only happened once that I remember. It goosebumps. It does. It's just, you got the Christmas lights yep. going and something. But uh, Irving Berlin's opening verse, I'm reading this from uh, Wikipedia, is often dropped in recordings. It is included on A Christmas Gift for You from Philly's uh, Records, hmm. sung by Darlene Love on Barbara Streisand's A Christmas Album, on The Carpenter's Christmas Portrait, sung by Karen Carpenter, Bette Midler's Cool Yule, and a few others. This is interesting. It, it kind of gives you the origin of more of a California uh, feel. This, that's why they were dreaming. That's it. Christmas. Yeah. You're right, dude. Yeah. We moved to Cali. It says, the sun is shining, the grass is green, the orange and palm trees sway. There's uh-huh. never been such a day in Beverly Hills, L.A., but it's December the 24th, and I'm longing to be up that's north. That's the first verse that's been First dropped? verse. I've never heard wow. that. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that's crazy. Because wow. it, it makes more sense of the I song. I can sympathize, man. It does. It's spent the, 10 years in Southern Cal, and, and you, I there's mean, no winter. Did it ever snow in your 10 years out there? I think once. Wow. Once. Wow, dude. And what, like, when it did, did it, like, shut everything down because there was panic? No, because it snowed one sixteenth of an inch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and melted by 10 a.m. Yes, literally. Wow. Now, we could drive an hour and be up in the mountains in Big Bear and snow. And on the yes. same day, we could drive an hour the other way and be at the beach. But Yes. That was nice. But isn't – there's something, dude. I mean, just the thought, if you're prepared for Christmas and you don't have to go anywhere, yeah. you don't It'll have to shovel Christmas, you. and it just would snow. Everybody you want is – that's yeah. the ideal. Yeah. All your family's there ahead of time. Yeah. 
you get a little snow coming down Christmas Eve into Christmas Day. Yep. Man, what is it about that? Yeah, it's the Norman Rockwell, baby. It is, man. Just a picturesque vision there. It's it's pretty sweet. And really, like, the cool thing about um, snow, you know, particularly around that time of the year, it just – it pretties everything up. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be in the dingiest city in the world and you get a fresh layer of snow yep. and it just it, it, it just makes everything beautiful. Yep. It's also um, awesome when you have four wheel drive. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> You've got to play. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Absolutely. It's less pretty, right though, dudes, like three days later. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. When the plows have gone yeah. through it. It's all dirty. <laughs> it's all, it just looks like coal and yeah. uh-huh. sludge. But yeah, that fresh snow. Man. Yeah. Just what a classic. Great. great song. Awesome. Um, so the next song we're going to talk about, Mary's Boy Child. Um, Greg, we actually – didn't we do this one in last year's service? We did. Christmas Eve? We did. It was um, Lisa and uh, Mark Sweeney's mm-hmm. wife who's been on here before. Or Mark has. Uh, yep. Mark's uh, wife, Melissa. She and Lisa organized the kids of CFC. And uh, they had like 24 kids. Yeah. And then like the – day before two days before like the church got decimated with the stomach yes i remember and i'm using decimated in uh inappropriately because technically it only means 10 percent. yeah it was 90 decimated yeah so we ended up having like 11 kids yeah that were there that night for christmas eve that were healthy enough to to be there but it was cute you remember because the kids are putting on sunglasses it's got a jamaican kind of sound you had like two or three of them with their finger up their nose yeah swaying back and forth (laughs) yeah it's been popularized by a group uh well, I can't even say recently, early 90s named Boney M. Yep. But prior to it was Harry Belafonte. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, Mary's Boy Child, Jesus Christ. Some cool lyrics in that. Man. Yeah. Great lyrics. Yeah, yeah, aren't there? Yeah, I mean, you could think maybe a Wesley wrote this. Not quite. I, yeah, but, but no, it's it's really good stuff. Yeah. And at the end when they start kind of chanting a little, it's, oh, my Lord. You know, you mm-hmm. sent your son to save us. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. That sin would not enslave us. And you're like, man, good stuff. Some, some substance in here. Solid. And it it's a good song for kids, yeah. Because uh, the uh, they you know we taught them hand motions, yeah. Um, they had fun with it. It's got that little kind of Jamaican Caribbean island sound mm-hmm. to it, uh, but some some good truth in there too. Yeah, good yeah. good song. Very cool. All right, so let's play a little bit of that for you, and then we'll move on to the next one. Now, this next one I kind of um, just threw in here as I was thinking of songs that um, feel 
Christmassy. I don't know that this is necessarily specific to Christmas, but Mary, did you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll hear that a lot on the radio this time of the year. Um, thoughts and reactions on that one. I mean, for me, I know personally, I was blown away when I heard uh, that Mark Lowry. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember him or familiar with him. Uh, yeah. He's a Christian comedian, goofball, yeah. graduated from Liberty University, yeah. but he actually wrote this song. He used to travel around mm-hmm. with the Gaithers a lot and sing with them. And uh, he actually wrote the lyrics to this song. Um, and I remember hearing it just thinking how, um, how cool is it to think about these things from Mary's perspective? Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys, your thoughts? No, I agree. I think that's the cool part about it. It's so imaginative and it kind of puts you inside Mary's head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mary, did you know your baby boy was going to calm the storm with his hand? Did you yeah. know he walked where angels trod? This is pretty cool. Makes yeah. you think about Mary and her perspective. Agree, dude. And um, it's funny, though. Last year, I get a little controversy here. There were some dudes mm-hmm. on Twitter that were kind of ripping it. Hmm. I would say really? some some hardcore reformed guys. Mm-hmm. Well, they um, rip everything. I know, <laughs> I know. And I remember thinking, really? Of all the songs, it right. seems like you could go after maybe like, do you hear what I hear? Or... They need to drink more prune juice. Yeah. <laughs> Figgy pudding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mix them together. Uh-huh. I'm going back to Jack Nicholson's version of the Joker, remember, dude, in uh, 1989. This town needs an enema. <laughs> um, that's what we'd say. These guys need an enema. Help them out. Yes. It was, uh, it was they were just saying, uh, sarcastic, like, yeah, she did know. The angel revealed who it was. Oh. Um, and, but I would say, did she? <laughs> yeah. I mean. No, she didn't know any of that, did she? And, and, dude, how must that have been for 30 years, more or less, with very, as far as we can tell, little evidence? Yeah. I mean, I think you could make a pretty good case. John 2, his first miracle, the wedding at Cana. Mm-hmm. She's kind of knowing, like, is he going to do something? Is he going to? Which she didn't know what or what he was going to do, yeah. how yeah. he's going to do it, and it's been a long time. And how many times, guys, do we have a powerful spiritual experience, uh, and then you know, a year later, two yeah. years later, the effects of it? Um, I, I think we, I don't think Jesus was three years old uh, making a cereal every morning appear right. <laughs> by blinking like bewitched or something, right? So. I think the song invites you to think about some incredible things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and from that parental perspective, you know, uh, we've talked Kiss about. The face of God. That's right. We've yeah. talked about more recently, um, you know, that, uh, you know, the idea of, you know, Mary and Joseph, while God chose them for um, such an amazing thing to happen to them. The, the idea that they were still human, they were still flawed. And we see that, um, you know, in Christ's older years mm-hmm. when, you know, Mary will say certain things to him and he'll just be like, no, that's that's not why I'm here. That's not what I'm here to do that, you know. And so while she may have intellectually known this is the son of God, I don't think she fully grasped and realized what that entailed. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. It's so hard for me at this point to resist the temptation to rip right back yeah. at those really reformed guys. But <laughs> yeah. I, I'll resist. Right, That's not right. what this podcast is about. I know, I know. But it is yeah. frustrating. Not this particular podcast. Yeah. We will do. I will do. Yeah. yeah. Dude, uh, you wait. 2017, oh, you might have, oh, it might be time for that topic. You're throwing beef to a pit. Uh, <laughs> Down, boy. Easy, Steve. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. So let's play, uh, let's play a little bit of this song for you, and then we'll head on to the next one. Sight to a blind man. Mary, did you know 
Um, so to finish us off, uh, we're going to talk about "Oh, Come All Ye Faithful," and we're actually going to close our podcast with the full version of this song. Um, so you know, once that song, once uh, this finishes up and we we close with that, we'll be done. Um, but Greg, uh, talk to us a little bit about this one because uh, you you teased it earlier. Yeah. Um, and so you know, why don't you uh, bring us into it? Yeah, this is going to be. Um the Christmas series this, this year, uh, really in the midst of at uh, this time, uh, just calling it come and behold him. You know, mm. our, our theme is beholding him yep. as a church. So just, um, love. Oh, come all you faithful. Um, another song that really captures some great truth, great theology. So I'm going to do, um, with the three Sundays in Christmas, a stanza. And, uh, uh then I'm of course going to do, um, uh, the Christmas Eve service, it will be the final stanza. Mm-hmm. There are uh, four stanzas, and the second stanza of the song is not usually sung. I'm, I'm not entirely sure why. I've heard it occasionally. Maybe you've heard it, Steve. Uh, maybe one of the most powerful sections in the song, I think, where it's God of light, or God of God, light of light, lo, he abhors not the virgin's womb. Very God, begotten, not created, O come, let us adore him. Mm. that's going to be the second message in the series. It's not one we typically know. Mm -hmm. So I've asked the uh, team, worship team at the church, to include all the verses when we sing it each week and just kind of, again, use it as the springboard to get into Scripture. But um, I am familiar with that stanza, and I don't know why. Maybe... uh... Maybe it was one of the songs that's in the back end of the Trinity hymnal. Oh, yeah. The Trinity hymnal had the 700s, and those are songs that didn't actually make it into the hymnal. Yes. But you might want to sing them anyway. Right. Special occasions. And there were Christmas songs back there. Interesting. So maybe we sang it from there. I don't know. I bet that's right. I I love the, um, I don't know, something about when you express a a profound truth in that sort of old English negative Lo, he abhors not the virgin's yeah. womb. Yeah. It's cool, it? yeah. cool because there's a sense in which the most shocking, almost scandalous aspect of Christmas, I mean, of course, uh, Mary uh, becoming pregnant without the agency of a man, pretty darn scandalous. Yeah. I think we can safely say it haunted Jesus, his whole yeah. life. I think in John 8, the enemies of Jesus, uh, the religious leaders, imply when they say we were not born yes. uh, uh, in an immoral way, um, you know, implying he's a bastard. Yeah. Uh, of course, implying that Mary was a, a, a whore, really. Right. I mean, just calling it what, what they, I think, were saying. Um, but also the, the shock that I think Luther said, the mystery of the incarnation that God sunk himself deep into our flesh is beyond human understanding. Yeah, that's a great line. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing. Love it. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Something, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Takes you to John 1. I mean, that one, just kind of a no-brainer, right? John 1. Yeah. Uh, And the Word became flesh and and dwelt among us. It's not going to be hard to find text there. And again, don't you think, guys, this is, I don't know why, but Hark the Herald and this one are probably favorites among many people, even mm-hmm. non-Christian, non-churched people. Yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure yeah. I heard this one in my youth. Yes, yes. Yeah, and if somehow. you could get somebody to maybe, hey, here's a song you might hear a lot, uh, think a lot, you might like the tune, it might yeah. remind you of a movie or a memory. Let me share some of the incredible words in this. Yeah. What it's saying about why Christmas matters is I love you see those lights yeah. in people's minds come up. 
Um, This one, see if it's interesting. I mean, your church, we've asked you about it before, has transitioned in more recent years to a uh, less, I don't want to supply words for you, brother. Um, A less formal? Yes, there you go. A less starchy. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. Less starchy. The shirts are now a little softer. Yes, they breathe. Uh, yes, they breathe. I like it. Um, so it, was that a song when it was in the back of the Trinity hymnal that you would have sung back then? Oh, yeah. We, we you would have. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, because, I mean, theologically, it's such a slam Yeah, it's dunk. profound. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Our people would have been like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you'd probably still sing it. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we would. Yeah. Gladly. Can't go yeah. wrong. That's great. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to sign off again. Uh, we're going to play the full version of oh, this man. song for uh, for our listeners out there. Um, so Steve, Greg, we just rock the Casbah. Jingle Bell style. Okay.